Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Echelbarger. I'm Frank Mills. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you, whether you're watching or listening. Thank you so much. Uh, we've got a great show for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about nutrition strategies for the holidays. And we need that because uh, I don't know about you. I just got through Thanksgiving and uh, yeah, Armin, I ate a little too much turkey among much more, but uh, at least it was all good for me for the most part. So right. that's good. But we're going to be talking about that. And of course, in the second part of your show, we have fan questions. So we'll be talking about all of that. But uh, let's get started about these nutrition strategies, Armin. You know, it sounds like really good timing. I know we just did miss Thanksgiving, but uh, what, what made you decide on this topic? Well, I get asked it a lot anyways, and, uh, right. you know, from, you know, whether it's a Facebook post or LinkedIn or different uh, social media posts that I'm doing. And then also my clients are always asking, well, what's going to be our strategy, you know, going into <laughs> this with things you want to be aware of. And right. so, you know, because they want to get the best results. Um, and probably should have done it earlier, but I just didn't really think about it at the time. But, you know, I guess it's better now than than ever so uh but it, it it's good information i think and i think it'll help people so we'll see what they think <laughs> well you, you know depending on who you are you get kind of sidetracked very easily because you got neighbors you got friends and family they bring over things things that maybe you haven't tried before you want to try so strategically you know you definitely want to be careful with this so you know, uh, I don't know where to begin, and that's what I was going to ask you. Where should we start with this? Well, like in a nut, in a nutshell, we'll start with the basics. Um, so, when it comes to eating in general, you, know, you want to focus on protein and good fats. Mm -hmm. Now, the nice thing is you get fat from your protein because it's always combined, which Spence has always made statements about because that's how Mother Nature made it. So. That's good. But then on other fats, it helps fill you up. You know, you can look at olive oil, grass-fed butter, you know, avocados, coconut, dark chocolate, cottage, mm. or regular quality cheeses, you know, those kind of fats. Um, and so, because they're going to fill you up quicker, and then you're going to basically eat less. So, and that's one of the nice things about eating protein and fats. They do fill you up and satiate much faster. Uh, and then, you know, eat your food slowly. So you're allowed to get into the system and uh, uh, that also helps fill you faster just by taking your time chewing it and doing things like that versus wolfing it down because there's, you know, there's always a delay when it hits the right. system and it starts to break down. So that would be the, the basics as far as I'm concerned. And then you just follow, follow up your protein, your fats with some carbohydrates if you're going to be having them mm -hmm. or if you're not having them, then, you know, go that route. <clears throat> gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you know, all that sounds good, but what about the snack stuff, man? I mean, that's the stuff where we get in trouble. Yeah, that's what it does. It tends to get pretty ugly with that. I mean, because you have, you know, you're having fun and you're like looking at it. It's like, well, what will you hurt? And I get that. So it really depends. I mean, if you're in good shape and you're lean, 
probably not as big a deal. Okay. Right. Right. Enjoy a little bit of it. But if you're somebody that's, you know, struggle bus and doesn't, has no control, I would say that you don't want to do that. Now, with that being said, you know, the thing is you really want to eliminate processed foods. So, you know, we're talking about the chips, the cakes, I mean, processed cakes. I mean, you can have homemade stuff, but anything right. processed, cookies, breads, et cetera, you know, that's not going to help you. I mean, because all they're going to do, they're going to convert to, uh, you know, to, to fat because of the, there's no fiber in them. They mm-hmm. convert to sugar. They convert from sugar to convert into sugar pretty quickly. And so if the muscles in the liver, like we've talked about in the past, if they're already full, there's no place for them to go except to right to the fat cells. And then boom, now you got some more weight that you just, you know, body fat that you just put on. Right. So right. obviously if you're going to be having snacks, you know, eating the real natural foods is always going to be a better bet because you're going to have some fiber, minimal preservatives, additives, and the other trash they put into the processed food to keep mm-hmm. it, keep it so you can store it and then uh, try to make it taste good. So uh, that that's what you really want to avoid anyways, no matter what you're doing in your nutrition program is just don't have that kind of stuff, period. But especially during the holidays, there's always, somebody always brings checks Mix and, you know, three or four different types of chips, you know, and right, right. <laughs> it's, it, again, if you're lean, you can get away with it. But at the same time, if you're, if you're not lean, I would avoid it. And, right. And at this point right. in time, in my life, you know, 59, I just avoid that stuff. Um, gotcha. You know, gotcha. There's, there's nothing in it. There's no benefit to me eating it. So that's what I do. Right. Well, it's always like a war zone to me because you know you're <laughs> looking at all these different things and oh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, you're trying to do these calculations in your head, like, okay, if I eat this, how much is that? What should I do? And you know, I think sometimes you gotta allow yourself to have some fun too, but but you're right, right you gotta be careful with with exactly what you're eating or how much, especially processed food, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, the old saying, you know, and I know it's holidays and everything, but eat, drink and be merry. Um, you know, what about drinking? What about alcohol, Armin? You know, uh, I know you and I've done some shows on this before, but you know, around this time of year, people, um, enjoy alcohol, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, because, you know, it's you're going to be having it around you. And I'm no saint either. I mean, you know, I, I, I think that uh, you can enjoy yourself. But I just right. I use an approach that I feel works really, really well for me. Mm-hmm. But it's up to the person. But, you know, I'll give you some things that I would suggest. Okay? Uh, okay. First and foremost is, you know, with alcohol, there's a lot of these mixed mixtures that have a ton of sugar. Right, right. That is not good. So I would not get the sugary mixed drinks. Okay. And, and you know, obviously beer has carbs in it. Yeah. You get a low carb beer, but that would be the, the worst case scenario for me. I just do a low carb beer, but I really don't do beer, but that's one, something you want to take, keep in mind because if you drink a lot of beer, you're going to have all those extra carbohydrates. Right. Uh, and, and then any other alcohols that contain carbs. Now, not all alcohols, contain carbs okay mm-hmm. but you know the thing is you do want to i think you should and this is a tough one for people to probably digest but some of the things that i've read and studied is that you typically want to avoid the grain alcohols 
Now, the reason for the grain alcohols not being so good for you, you know, beer, et cetera, is they do, the grain produces cytokines mm -hmm. from breaking down, which goes also for grains that you eat. So these cytokines are basically free radicals. And so these free radicals, they're going to start to raise the inflammation levels of your body. And so it takes longer for that to clear out of your system and especially mm -hmm. clear out of your liver. So that's what I typically suggest to my clients. And so my go-to, what I'm going to enjoy myself, so to speak, is I do potato vodka, you know, zero okay. carb. Okay. Uh, they, they say it burns a little cleaner than grains because it doesn't produce cytokines. You know, again, that's, mm. that's probably debatable. Okay. But I mix that with five calorie cranberries. So, you know, versus I have zero carb. So all I have is a seven kilocalories per gram of alcohol that I need to burn up. Uh, and I have minimal cytokines, so I don't get a lot of inflammation from it. Then, you know, like we've talked about in the show on multiple occasions, when I get done drinking, I always make it a point that I have eight, you know, eight, eight so of the uh, beef liver capsules, mm -hmm. with a lot of water to help the liver get in there and help because it helps detox the liver. And that helps with not getting the hangover and helps sleep better. And that gotcha. works pretty good. So mm. uh, that's something I also think that, you know, it's a, it's a real simple tip to do. Now, they have things commercially that are supposed to help with the hangover and stuff. But this is, helps the liver clear it out and cleanse it naturally. So that's what I do there. Gotcha. All right. So I, I am curious on your potato vodka and cranberry. Yeah. What's the mix content on that? Because, you know, somebody may want to try that. Well, it mixes up well. It's just uh, you just kind of do your preference with it. You can throw a lime in there, which goes really well. In my uh, opinion. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, yeah, that's really my go-to um, for me. I mean, I'll, I'll do some other things from time to time, but that's really what I have. Because it works well keep, for me. Right. Yeah. And and on vodka, you can't really taste the vodka anyway, correct? Well, I mean, there's there's different brands of potato vodka. Right. I like the Luca Sour for the, for the money. That's a really good one. You've got... Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, blue ice and there's 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 a lot of them now starting to come right. out right it's become more popular but you just have to check the taste of them because some of them are filled a little bit more than others uh right yeah it has it has a right. pretty neutral uh hmm. flavor to it so that's where okay. the cranberry kind of takes over and i think it goes down really well i throw a lime in there so that's just my uh that's <laughs> my nice holiday, no. my holiday thoughts on that <clears throat> no that's nice because a lot of the holiday alcohols really do contain a lot of sugar like oh it's it's horrible yeah you know, the rums you start the reading labels oh, yeah you start reading labels you're like oh my god <laughs> yeah um i know a lot of the rums their their actual foundation is sugar uh and the same with brandy they there's a lot of sugar in sweet and brandy uh so yeah it's got yeah. cut some grapes but you just have to read that read up on each of them as far as the carbohydrate intake because some of them don't have any carbs either mm -hmm. okay but that's what you had to check on okay all right well let's get back to the eating part of this thing now you know i i don't know about everyone else but you know if if, if you've got a big family you're sitting at the big family table, you know. What about these large meals? You know, you see them on TV a lot, and, you know, I don't know if everybody has yeah. a big, large family. What about that situation, Armin? You know, you're sitting at the big table. you got 18 or 20 people sitting there. Yeah, well, you're definitely going to have large meal capacity in that situation. So, <laughs> you know, it, it is what it is. So, for me, I just enjoy it, you know. 
you know, I'm lean, so I'm not going to sweat it. So, right. Yeah. You know, and again, if you're lean, probably not a big deal uh, because you're eating homemade food in most cases. True. Uh, true. But if it's, if it's man-made, you know, as far as um, being already prepackaged, well, that'd be a red flag for me. But most of the stuff you get at Thanksgiving, which is the nice thing, is it's it's pretty much real food that's been made. So, gotcha. yeah, outside of some some of the ingredients that were possibly processed, but at least you have some fiber in there, and and you got a, you know a good solid source of food. So, right. Uh, I I my approach to it is I know I'm going to have that kind of meal. All right. So, and you're mixing, you know protein fats and carbs a lot of them so i like to take some digestive enzymes uh, which is the thing vince was big on especially this kind of meal mm -hmm. to help with uh you know breaking down the food a little faster uh, and it helps to really reduce the bloating that can come about because again as you're mixing protein and fats which are acidic in nature with carbohydrates which are alkaline in nature that's going to cause the gas and the bloating to happen. So the quicker that the digest the digestive system breaks down the protein, the less bloating that you're going to have in those carbohydrates. So that's kind of what I like to do. And it works pretty well. You know, it kind of clears things out. And then again, you just want to, you know, keep your sanity about how much you're going to eat. Okay. Right. Cause stuff's all really good. Uh, but that's a good approach, I think. And I think if you, try this digestion especially with the, the ones that we have from uh, nsp right uh, it'll help you know and because you don't have to take them all the time but when you're having that a large amount of food like that and it's a mix i think it's a good move but that's just me <laughs> absolutely uh, hey you know some good tips here now i i have had friends that do this but what are your thoughts about just trying to fill up with fluids so that you eat less because i know a lot of people they'll drink like a big glass of water or something before they eat about 10 or 15 minutes to kind of fill up a little bit. Does that really help? Is that something that works? Yeah, that's another question that comes up a lot. Um, I mean, it makes logical sense. You know, you fill a stomach with water that, you know, you're going to be able to eat less and it can do that. But the problem you're really going to face here is mm -hmm. having a lot of water before or even during the meal, it dilutes the hydrochloric acid which is what you need to break that food down. So it's going to actually create more problems. So yeah, drink a lot of water before and then during the meal and even after the meal, not, not a good thing to do regarding hydrochloric acid. So you want to hmm. keep your, your, your fluids to a minimum while you're eating. And then after your, you know, after you know, 20, 30 minutes after the foods in your system, then you can start having some fluids. Probably not gonna be a big deal, but you just want that hydrochloric acid to be high so that you're going to, break down the food so that's right. the, the big thing you'll be missing there if you just drink too much water you dilute it and then it's going to take everything longer to break down <clears throat> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay all right so i know that we've covered a lot of different things what else do you have for us all right so like you know if you're somebody that's trying to, to watch their weight you know and you know not put on excess body fat then i would suggest that you look to fast for 12 to 16 hours a day Okay, prior to, to all this anyways. And again, the fasting just helps to clear out any undigested proteins, um, especially you can do like a 24-hour fast. But like a 12 to 16 hour fast will do some of that. And then this is also good for um, improving the, the, your, your eating hormones, which is leptin says, hey, I'm full. And ghrelin says, hey, think about eating on the grill. Hey, I got to eat. 
So they get more balanced when you have less food intake and you keep your insulin level down. So fasting, you know, 12 to 16 hours or even mm-hmm. a 24 hour fast is great to help keep things more manageable um, uh, for, for when you're eating and stuff. So I would suggest that, you know, most people are already doing some kind of fasting these days, it seems like. But um, if you're not, then that's another way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Now, some people kind of freak out on fasting because they're eating a lot of carbs throughout the day. And that can be a little tougher because you know, your insulin is elevated and insulin's like, you know, hey, we need more carbohydrates for energy here. And that can be a little bit of a tough transition. So you want to get on that earlier than later if you want if you're gonna do it. So that's just my thoughts on it. Now some people can fast by eating carbs all day and it doesn't really seem to affect them as much, but it's not how it affected me. So Right, right. So if you're hungry, it is the ghrelin and to not yeah. have an appetite is what? Uh, well, when you're full, your leptin hormone says, hey, um, you know, you start, you sense that you're getting full pretty, you know, pretty quickly into the meal. And then okay. that's what it is. It's a you know, natural way to tell you, yeah, you're, you have enough. So I think I have a better relationship with ghrelin than I have with leptin right now. Um uh, well, most people do, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So, Armin, what about in between meals? Yeah, that's another good question. Um, I don't like to snack. Now, I used to do that because I was had subscribed to the eat every eat something every two to three hours. Right. Um, right. And I that I've done all that, and I'm not a fan of that at all. And I think that's just bad advice. So, gotcha. Um. For me, I don't like snacking at all. So, and I only eat three meals a day. So my snacking is going to basically be taking some beef liver capsules or some amino acids in between meals just to keep protein synthesis going. Gotcha. That would be the only thing yeah. I was going to do. And then, you know, really and realistically, three meals is plenty for somebody like myself. Mm-hmm. But for most people, that's probably probably more food than they really need. I mean, let's be realistic here. Most people aren't that active. And people that have a, a weight issue, a lot of body fat, they're getting three meals a day in, but they're not doing anything to burn it off. So why are you eating three meals a day? You know, right. you don't need it. So and this is something that's become a huge problem because people are, are been educated that you need to eat three meals a day for energy and this and that. They act like you're going to starve to death, which is, right. you know, it ain't going to happen. Okay. Right. I mean, right. Realistically. So. Uh, you know, or you're going to become malnourished. I mean, that's just ridiculous. So you need, you need to use some common sense. If you cut out and start skipping a meal, I think you'd be really surprised how much more effective your body will, will react to it because it, it's less digestion work that it has to do. Now they say, well, you burn calories with digestion. Well, okay, great. But if you're not eating the calories, you don't have to worry about burning them, right? So use common sense. So if you're somebody that's training hard, yeah, you probably need three meals a day and then some supplementation. But if you're not, you'd you be fine right. with one to two meals a day, and you'd be surprised that you'll get you'll get along just fine. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. That I agree with you 100 percent there. Um, all right, so we talked about a lot of different things, but this is the real danger zone to me is desserts. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, <laughs> we all enjoy desserts and. Normally around this time, there's just a variety of, you know, oh, mm. man, I want to try that. Oh, that looks good, too. So how do All you right. approach desserts, Armin? That was always a tough one as well. Uh, for me, 
I'm just going to eat them. So I only, <laughs> eat, I only eat certain ones that I like the right. most. You know, I'll try something if I haven't had it before. But, you know, I'm just going to crush it at that point because I enjoy myself during the holidays. So that's that's for me. Now, um, if you're smart about it, you'll, you know, want to fill up as much as you can with protein and fat, okay, and then some natural fibrous carbs, like the green beans and the broccoli, cauliflower. Mm -hmm. These things have fiber in They fill you up, and it helps to clear out the system with that fiber. Uh, and then just minimize any starchy carbs because that just keeps your insulin elevated. Uh, but then um, keep that in mind. And then, just, then you have some desserts. But, you know, it's like anything else. It's portion control in that regard. So just decide how much you really think you need to have. But, you know, if you feel like you're getting full, then stop. You know, keep it simple. Right. You can always have some more later, right. um, as right. a, as another as another way of looking at it. But just enjoy it, and uh, you know, use common sense most of all. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you see those scenes at the dinner table, like the last piece of whatever, right? Or yeah, <laughs> you want to do that. Now, if you're if it's running out, well, it's a different story, obviously. <laughs> but if, if there's plenty, right. then yeah, take your time. But yeah, but if you're wanting it and you're seeing it shrink up pretty quick. Like myself, uh, I'm going to go and take the rest of it. That's how I go about it. <laughs> All right. So, uh, man, we've talked about a lot of things. Is there anything that I've missed? Well, some things that I, you know, I typically would suggest is, um, you know, it's a good idea to, to do some activity after you've had those kind of meals. Okay. Uh, you, know, you see, they're taking a, take a walk or do a family activity, you know, like, like we'll play ping pong or we'll, you know, do something like that or play a game, but, you know, just drink fluids during that time. Mm -hmm. Keep yourself busy because you have that food around you. Uh, so activity is always going to be a helpful thing and it helps to burn off some of the energy and it, it realistically gets your mind off the food. So gotcha. you know, get out of the kitchen and <laughs> do something else. Now, unfortunately, um, because you have so many carbohydrates, uh, most people, even myself, after they've been eating, you get that, you know, rush of serotonin, which converts to melatonin. And that's when you get that drowsy, sleepy, uh, pass out kind of uh, mm -hmm. syndrome um, from eating. So, you know, when you're watching the sports and stuff, even myself, I'm finding myself just taking a nap. So you can always do that. But, it, you know, if you can stay active, that's going to be better for you versus eating all that food sitting in front of the TV and then watching the sports and all of a sudden you're out for right. you know, however long, but right. You know, kind of is what it is. I mean, you know, you, you can always do that, but I just think if, again, if you're somebody that's struggling with the way you want to get on the offensive more and uh, do it that way. I mean, I'm no, I'm no better at anybody else, but right. that's right. what I typically do. Yeah. I like to throw the football. I, I like doing that. Yeah, there uh, you, go. you know, exactly. I like to get outside and throw the football, but all that's right. A good one. So, so we're running out of time. Any final thoughts? Yeah, you know, lastly, you know, just use like you know, use common sense. So, yeah. you know, if you feel like you're getting full um, and you're, you're really feasting on stuff, then just stop, okay, and just realize there's plenty of food. There'll be more later, and you know, you may want to eat again later, but just keep keep it uh, realistic with what you need to be eating, mm -hmm. okay, and that way you can enjoy yourself and not be so feel bad or stressed when you're when you know you're overdoing it because that's what Agreed. ends up happening you overdo it and then you feel bad about yourself and then you're you're all negative after that you know the psychology that starts to affect you so by mm -hmm. using common sense and doing the, some of the things we talked about 
it should help you. But it's like anything, you you got to put those things into into play. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, Armin, great information about eating, drinking, enjoying yourself through the holidays. We appreciate it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Stand by for a quick word from NSP Nutrition. And Armin and I will be right back. Check out nspnutrition.com. NSP Nutrition produces the highest quality naturally sourced supplements on the planet. NSP Nutrition has the products to help you achieve any of your fitness goals guaranteed. NSP Nutrition, high quality, all natural. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. I'm Frank Mills. Thanks again for joining us. And uh, before we get into fan questions, I just want to let everybody and and remind you guys uh nsp through the holidays they've had some amazing sales so mm-hmm. yeah. if you're in need of supplements or if you want to stockpile like i do um get over to nspnutrition.com I, I i know that they had a variety of different sales on different products uh mm-hmm. you know they had the the black friday the cyber monday going so don't miss out on that stuff check it out and uh stockpile on your supplements that's all i can suggest. save some money save that's some right money. that's right all right armin uh on fan questions you know i've been going through a lot of stuff on youtube i have gotten some feedback because i've been asking my friends like to watch the show and to oh, okay. see if it'll help their friends or family but i asked them look you know we're doing this new segment and several of my friends and neighbors are excited, like, hey, you know, you're going to mention me? I'm like, yeah, we will. So uh, <laughs> if you get a question into us, yes, we're going to either say your username or your handle or use your real name. It's up to you. But you can submit the questions either via the QR codes above our heads. You yeah. can also comment on YouTube or... You can email support at nspnutrition.com. All right, so let's get started, Armin. Um, this is from YouTube from You Gotta Be a Freak. So uh, that's pretty interesting. But um, he says that that he does shakes at 10 a.m., 2 p.m., and 4 p.m. and before he goes to sleep. Um, but he's curious, do you make a drink that contains 12 raw eggs and sip it throughout the day. Is it something that you can have instead of just having the vent shake on the show that we did? Um, or is it a shake that you can make and just have throughout the day, like on your desk at work or something like that? Um, if you're going to go to work, can you make multiple of the Vince drinks and make it with 30 eggs. I mean, how would you recommend that or just break it up on how it's supposed to be done? Pretty interesting question. Yeah. Well, he's, he's obviously referring to the, 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 the egg, you know, Vince's egg mixture, which is a good mixture, um, mm-hmm. but you could do it. You could do it either way. You can just do the 12 egg mix, which fills a blender up pretty good. And then put that in a large container and then sip it, sip it throughout the day or, you know, have it in between meals, have a certain amount of it. Uh, mm-hmm. You can obviously do, you know, 36 eggs, you know, three blender full, which is a lot. Uh, if you're going to do that, you're not going to be eating much food would be my, uh, <laughs> right. my impression. Right. Okay. Right. Because I've done the 12 egg and that'll last you, 
you know, I drank, I drank it all at once, but it, it'll last you several hours, probably about four or five hours. You're not going to want to touch any food. Mm -hmm. from my, my personal experience. So yeah, you can break it up a lot of different ways. You can take the total, total uh, container of it and put it in, you know, some small uh, bottles to have and then take it throughout the day. So that's one mm -hmm. way, definitely. Uh, the 36 egg, was, uh, you're definitely going to have, you know, that'd be all you'd be having, in my opinion, would be that because it fills you up so much. But, uh, but you can sip it throughout the day. I just think it's better to have things uh, to digest, just have a certain amount for for one meal, and then three or four hours later, if you're going to have something else, then do it again. So that would be my thoughts on it. Um, hmm. But you have to kind of experiment with that too, I would say. Absolutely. How you respond to it, but uh, that's how I would do it. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, you got to be a freak. Hopefully that helps you out. And, uh, you know, I think that's awesome that you're making those shakes. You know, yeah. I've made them with six and I, I've had them at lunch or in between or whatever. They're so yeah. filling. Yeah, um, they are, yeah, they really are. So, man, 30, I, I, I don't know if I could do that, but wow, that would be that's, a lot. Well, that's a, yeah, it'd be a challenge. But then, you know, Vince wanted them to be fertile eggs. So that's, a, you know, another component to it versus just regular eggs. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. So I had a question from a neighbor. His name is Mike. And Mike was asking about sweets. Now, mm -hmm. we know we want to stay away from sugar. But he was curious, um, you know, he always tries to eat the desserts that he thinks do, maybe don't contain as much of the sugar as others. You know, he stays away from the icings and cupcakes and stuff like that. He yeah. tries to do the more natural stuff like a banana bread or a carrot cake or he even mentioned pumpkin pie. You think yeah. Mike's on the right track, Armin, or... You know, do you just have any thoughts well, with that? At the end of the day, a carb converts to sugar, and which if the if the muscles and liver are full, because you know, it gets converted to glucose. If they're full, it's going to go to fat. So if they're trying to lose body fat, then you still got to minimize whether it's naturally made or not, because you're just adding more body fat onto your system. Gotcha. The problem with the other sugars is that affects your nervous system even more and gives you makes you jittery and uncomfortable, <laughs> things like that. You won't get that from a natural, typically a naturally made dessert. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's that's the benefit of that because you don't have all the chemicals in it, and the preservatives and that kind of stuff. So gotcha. I mean, that's definitely a better route to go as far as having an all natural dessert. But just understand, just because of that. Uh, it doesn't mean you're not going to store that as body fat if you have too much of it. So okay, you've got to keep that in mind. So you know, having dessert every single day, that's going to, that can be pretty tough, you know, as far as um, long term, because you're going to keep your insulin elevated, which is going to can lead to insulin resistance over time. If you do it for a long, long period of time. I mean, that's what we're seeing right now in society, all these carbohydrates and whether they're homemade or processed, mm -hmm. you, you got to watch that. Right, right. All right. So um, I think that's some good information. And Mike, hopefully that helps you. Uh, we got a couple of different things on here about dairy. And mm -hmm. I, I was real curious because, you know, a lot of people think that having dairy and it seems like it's there's this argument now, almost like carbs and sugars now over dairy 
about some of the dairy that's bad and some that's good and what you should eat, not eat. But one was, what about raw milk? Um, it doesn't have any pasteurization, no homogenization, no drugs, and it's grass fed. What do you feel about that? Oh, that's that's what Vince would recommend. I mean, it, gotcha. you know, raw milk, you, you get the enzymes from the raw milk, and you get a okay. lot of benefits from raw milk. But, you know, the only issue is, is if you do get some bacteria in it, then that can cause some problems. Uh, so it has right. to be make sure it's delivered, you know, the right way. But it's a really good nu- nu- nutrition. The only thing with milk that's really negative is sometimes is the estrogen levels that come through from the cow. Mm-hmm. That's one of the, the bigger negatives to it as well. Is it, especially if you have body fat, it, it, it situates into the, the estrogen goes into body fat and doesn't really go away. It gets stored there. So mm-hmm. that's the biggest negative. But raw milk, uh, there's you know, plenty of people that, um, yeah, it's just hard to find. But if you find it, it's a it's a great nutritional source of, of food that you can include. As you know, again, just make it part of your overall nutrition program. Right. I mean, it would, right. It would be good. Yeah. Now, just remember, if it's if it's milk, it's got more carbohydrates, so mm-hmm. you may want to go with um, you know like raw cream or uh, something along those lines. Versus, I mean, it, unless you're good with having some carbohydrates, you're pretty lean. Then mm-hmm. raw milk is also a good way to go. Mm-hmm. Well, that was from Ruby Red, and now Chris Murray, he had a different take, uh, and he was said, you know, if dairy is so bad for us, then mm-hmm. why do most protein powders, like the whey proteins and others, including, he says, including NSP milk and egg protein, are made from dairy, then, then how are those bad for, how is dairy bad for us if they all contain a form of dairy? Can you well, dairy's, of... dairy, dairy's not bad for you. That's, there you that's, go. Just, that's not, that's not a good statement. Just saying right. a natural occurring source of food is bad for you is false. Okay. Now if it's been manipulated and done, done with processing and things like that and hormones, well, that's mm-hmm. a different story, but right. dairy's not bad for you. And it, it, the, the casein protein from dairy burns slower. So it, it can stay in your system longer. So there's benefits to that. And plus, it's a great source of calcium, which you, you need to get that in your nutrition program. You need calcium okay, for bone strength and you know, that, that stuff. So <clears throat> just saying dairy is bad is just ridiculous. I mean, it has its purpose. Okay, now if you have too much dairy, what well, can have, like I mentioned before, it can mm-hmm. have some issues regarding estrogen. Uh, and especially if it's, you don't want any dairy that has hormones in it. So you want to go, uh, you know, all natural with all these different sources of food organic i mean that that's a good safe way to go right um, right but everybody has different positions on that but dairy's fine uses part of, like i have cottage cheese on a regular basis you know mm. it's four percent milk fat helps <laughs> fill me up but it's got the casein in it so i like that and it tastes good so you know if you don't like cottage cheese not a big deal but uh, i'm gonna have that and i have cheese from time to time um, but i'm not gonna have it every single day but i do have it quite a bit though so it's not a bad thing. I mean, it's not tearing me up or doing anything either. So and I'm managing all that. <clears throat> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, those are some really good questions, and we look forward to more. Again, if you want to get your questions in, please email us at support yeah. at nspnutrition.com. The QR codes above our heads, or again, you can comment on the YouTube channel. And you know, Armin, uh 
going through Thanksgiving, I'm pretty thankful that we're able to do this show. You know, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from friends and family, other folks, either via social media who contacted me through the QR codes and just said, hey, thanks for doing the show. We appreciate the content and we really appreciate Armin's approach. So uh, they're very thankful for that, Armin. So we appreciate it. We're helping. Uh, Again, other ideas would be good. Uh, we you know, we got some others. We had some suggestions made, so we got some new stuff coming out for the next show. <clears throat> so, of course, everything's new, but um, it should be it, it could be a little controversial. So we'll see what people <laughs> think of that one. So. Oh well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Okay. All right. Well, don't forget to get your questions in, and we appreciate you watching or listening. And join Armin and I next week for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show.